I'm Cape. And I'm Drew. We're just two former student athletes who understand the game. Not just on the court. But in life. At the end of the day, we just want to help. Today's athletes and former just trying to find their way. It's bigger than sports. This, this is, is the Cape and Drew Podcast. Podcast the, the Real, real TikTok. TikTok. What's up, everybody? I'm Kate. I'm Drew. And tonight we back, you know, season three. I want to say it's about episode five. Tonight, man, we got a, we got a really special guest. Uh, I got to open it up, man. I got I to share this story, man. <laughs> I remember I met this kid. He was coming to his freshman year of college. I'm in study hall. It's like my first month working. <laughs> the first thing he says to me is, yo, what time is this over? <laughs> I was like... Man, it's over at 7.30, man. Yo, we got to stay the whole time? <laughs> so, I was like, I looked at him that moment. I was like, man, this kid is going to give me hell the rest of the time I'm here. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, ended up being one of the coolest dudes I was cool with. <laughs> and so, let's introduce uh, Mr. Louis Asus uh, from NC State Football. Asus, how you doing, man? I'm good. Living, maintaining. You know, I get through life. Now, for those that don't know, man, Lou's one of those dudes, man. He's going to tell you exactly how he feels right in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, with everything, the first question I always ask, right, is, you know, with everything going on, like, what was college like this semester just dealing with COVID? Uh, I feel like it was the hardest thing I had to go through. With, like, college was probably my hardest semester, most definitely. Um, like, me personally, I, I can't learn through, like, the screen. I might have to be there in person and be like hands on, asking questions, and everything like that. Because like she'll leave me in the room, and I have my TV right here, on my Xbox right here, my my phone right here. I'm not gonna pay full attention, but like I mean, I was able to pull through, you know, get my grades together and everything like that. But going through the semester, pretty much a battle. I had like I was up 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 late night every single night doing papers or trying to study and put stuff together, trying to make uh, make ends meet. But thank God everything worked out. Yeah. I got kind of forgetting how rough that can be. Like yo. It's horrible. There's no way I I, I think about students, too. Like, I'm one of those guys, it sounds like you're the same way. Like, you show up to class and you kind of use your personality and and your, your, you know, your gifts, your charisma to kind of finesse, like, the the professor, but, like, let them know, like, hey, I'm going to be here, my man, or my my sister girl, or whatever you want to call it. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, you know, and and then trying to use them office hours and whatnot to play the game. But that whole virtual setup, man, I mean, it's been rough like that, though, for you? Yeah, it's hard. Because, like, I hate school. I'm not going to lie to you. I hate everything everything about school. But, like, it's, like, a responsibility that I have to do. I'm up on my own to it. And to, like, not being able to do what I'm used to doing was kind of a challenge to me. You know, being able to like ask questions to the professor, go to the office hours, staying after class, and everything like that. And I, I'm not the type of person just like to interrupt the class and like the middle of the Zoom session and just like I don't know, I'm not that kind of person. So yeah, I usually have to try to figure out myself. Yeah. <laughs> they still got y'all doing study hall and stuff with COVID and everything going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> virtual, <laughs> virtual study hall. Yeah, we do tutoring on Zoom for an hour straight. Now, I know that that is damn torture because I can remember just being face-to-face and being like, yo, like, oh, yeah. Hey, Asus, first of all, Asus, first of all, I've known Drew since college, okay? Since his first I was I was his host on his visit at VCU, right? So yeah. that whole two, that whole, like, study all thing, 
trust and believe, me and him were sitting up in study all looking at uh, – Brooks was his name. We're watching. We were looking at him like, yo, what time? Can we go? Like, we doing the same thing. I think yeah. we had to have like a 2.8 to get out of study hall or something, 2.5, mm-hmm. 3.0, something like that. And we yeah. were trying to get it, man. It was tough, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was the same thing over here, too. Like, what I learned early on, which I was happy about, like, if you take care of your work, you might have been just keep your head down, do what you got to do. They're not going to bother you. Yes. But like after you left, I was pretty much done with tutoring until like I actually started asking for tutoring. <laughs> like all my math classes and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, just trying to get out of study hall. <laughs> um, yeah. I, so so you from New York and yeah. me and Drew are hoopers and we always grew up like New York was like obviously one of the places where basketball, you know, everybody wanna claim it's the Mecca and you really don't associate New York with football as much no not really no not really right you think about like the point guys just come out of there and ruck a yeah. and all of that and the heart you know just playing yeah. ball outside so how was how, what was football like growing up for you and when did you know that you were pretty good and might might be able to make something out of it i felt like i, was, I learned that i was pretty good like my third year playing football like the first two years i, was, I wasn't pretty good i played like off at the line play guard and tackle number 66 i'll never forget that <laughs> and then just like my brother, thank God, like he, he got me to where I am today. He just like he would do constant work with me, like day in, day out, do drills, you know, work out, do all that kind of stuff. And then like my third year, I started playing running back and linebacker, and then I took off. But like playing football, I, I was I was able to play other sports too, like basketball and everything. But like with basketball, I was too aggressive to play, I, and I'd I'd be fouling too much, you know. I'd, I'd be the guy getting the ball, getting the rebound, straight out of court. I hated, I hated football guys out there playing <laughs> basketball, man. Out there fouling yeah. for no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just playing aggressive. I'm get, I was a hustle player. I get every rebound, but um, I didn't, I didn't really like it. Like I like, like I like, like I like football. So yeah. Hey, it's it was so humbling, man, being around y'all. I can remember talking to you like y'all might have a game coming up, and I just just talking to you about like, okay, so uh, Carolina, you know we. From around here, so Carolina's like the holy, and you were like, "Yeah, Carolina's cool." I went on a visit; they offered me, but I was, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, "Yo, like y'all are really nice." Like, didn't sniff a Carolina offer, so just kind of hear like this little like conversations y'all would have. Like, yeah, I didn't really rock with it like that. I was like, "Oh, yeah." For like my recruitment was, I didn't. I went to a private school in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, I went there to get like more exposure to football because, like, back in my hometown, like. Um, it wasn't really the best educational system and the sports weren't up to par. Like, we didn't really have a lot of sports teams because of the budget cuts and all that. And um, I was able to go there for, like, my last three years of high school. And then once I got there, you know, I, I took off. I got a lot of accolades, a lot of offers, a lot of, like, you know, explosion and everything like that. That's what landed me here. I but I, I wasn't trying to, like, brush off, like, the, the Carolina offer. <laughs> that was just a fact, like, yo, Carolina, like, offered you offered you? <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Drew used to call me sometimes and be like, yo, man, because he's coming from, like, we coming from, like, mid-majors, you know what I mean? We, we, we yeah. used to see a pro every now and again. And the university we worked at, we, we don't really see pros like that in college. He used to call me be like, yo, man, these dudes are, like, 6'6". Six, six, <laughs> 275 pounds, all muscle, like ripped yeah. up like guys. Like, yeah, man. That's a whole that that power five is a whole different animal. Yeah, I, I went that quick when I first came here. 
And I can remember uh, messing with you like, yo, man, you always talk about you from New York. Man, you from Jersey. <laughs> you from Jersey. <laughs> oh, my. I remember that. They, they still do that to this day. Oh, but, nah, it was cool, though, hearing, like, you know, saying your story. Man, so your freshman year, I used to see you all the time. What was that, like, that that transition like from your freshman year? Like, what kind of, what would you say was, like, the most eye-opening thing? The workload and, like, actually having to do work. You know, in high school, if you like, you're a good player, you're good enough, you do good for the school, um, you don't have to do no work. So I would just like coast through high school, not, I mean, put the bare minimum in. But like with college, it's like you're missing an assignment, that's a major deal, it's gonna bite you, bite you in the butt later on. I don't want to curse, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> bite you in the butt later on. So I like, I learned quickly just like, with college work, you can't really joke around with that. Yeah, you can do stuff last minute, but you know, getting, you know, low grades here and there is not the right thing to do. So yeah, just like being able to adjust like the college schedule, having to having to uh, learn time management because I'm I'm still bad at that to be honest. I do everything last minute, but like <laughs> I I've been getting better. I've been getting better like as time goes on. But just like I wish I was able to learn that earlier earlier on in my career with everything. It would have been it would have made everything so much easier. Now I remember you was never you was never late to any meetings, but I do remember a few times you being there like sweating because you just sprinted. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's one thing about me. I hate being late to stuff. It is not me. Mm. Like, even to this, I was like 10 minutes early. I was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was just, I was just about to say, me and Drew got on. I was like, man, your man in the waiting room already. Like, <laughs> and Drew was like, yeah, that's that typical NC State. He's been trained. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thanks, Tom. Yeah, yeah. I know um, it, 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 um, when we were in school, we had this rule where if anybody missed anything or was late to anything, the whole team got punished. Like, so if you missed a tutor or missed a class or coaches check, did y'all have that at State? Yeah, we still have that now. It's, it's, we have the, what's called um, the strike system. So basically your first strike, you'll get like, you know, you get to talk to about the coach. Second strike, you have to do like a punishment, like, you know, after practice rolls, up, down, third strike. I think it's the whole position group. Like if, it, if you're a linebacker, you have your, your third strike, fourth strike, whatever it is. The whole position group has to, you know, do the do the punishment. And for your fourth strike, the whole like side of the ball, your defensive side of the ball, you have to wake up early, like six in the morning, five in the morning before practice to do stadium walk. And for your fifth strike, I think it's five strikes. Wait a minute, dog. If you get five strikes, trust me, you're not gonna last long here. Okay, okay. Yeah, because they're real strict about that kind of stuff. But if you get your fifth strike, you're suspended. Okay. Make the team and stuff like that. So yeah, for like a year, not a year, or something, something like that. I just, I never got past one. So <laughs> yeah. I worry about that. Yeah, we had, we had if somebody missed or was late, we had to run five miles at five in the morning as a team. Five miles, dog. And let me tell you, the person that did it, like you know, sometimes you don't, you might be late to class. We had a couple teammates, you know, they they might do it once, you know, not do it again. But them repeaters, you start looking at them oh, like, yeah. oh, you're doing that on purpose now, dog. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta fight now. I might not win, but you gotta no. Um, so you kind of talked about this, but what's the biggest difference? I, especially, I like talking to football guys about this because I know basketball-wise, you know, the biggest transition for us is is somewhat the physical aspect from high school, high school to college, but it's also more just like the upperclassmen know the plays. You know they're a little bit more physical, but they also used to the grind of it all. So what is the yeah. what's the biggest difference for for you 
as far as like high school and college um, sports and just college in general? I'd say college football is really like a job because it's year round, like 24 seven, each week football, mm-hmm. you know, like 24 hours a day, you see the school of football, you know, it's like a constant schedule. It's like, it's literally the same thing, different day, honestly. <laughs> but it's like, um, yeah, I'm not, it's like, um, so what's the question again? You said what was the hardest thing? Yeah, what's like, so what's the major difference? And I think you're tapping into it though. Like it's, I think in high school, it's more joy. It's fun. You yeah, know, it's still kind yeah, of kicky with your people. Fun. In college, it's more of a full-time commitment and it's always on your yeah. mind, even when you ain't really yeah. in the field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because like you can you can have practice in the morning here, go through your school and everything like that. And then later that night, you're gonna have to go back to the facility for extra film and stuff like that. It's just like the constant grind and commitment to the thing. And like I'm not gonna lie, a lot of people here, especially me, going through that whole grind in my first two years. See, I'm like, it's really for me, just like because especially being far away from home, like whenever I get the chance to go home, it's always for like five to five days to a week. Yeah. And me, I'm a family person, so I love being around my family. That took a toll on me, but I grew up that eventually. Just like, yeah, the hardest thing about it is just like the grind, everything. I, I feel like football is probably the hardest sport to prepare for because honestly, year round. Would, would you agree? I'm not trying to disrespect any other sports. No, I, I no, I agree. I, I, me and Drew be talking like, yo, you got to be first of all a different type of person to yeah. play football and to play football at the level you playing it at. You got to hold, like, I, I like I don't like getting hit. I ain't like getting fired. <laughs> so I can't imagine going out there and you actually trying to hit somebody or somebody's actually trying to hit you. I'm like, yo, I, I, I mean, I, I got so much respect for guys that do it. But I'm also, and I know we're going to get into it later, just the concerns. Just like, oh, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's insane to me. But, you know, to each his <laughs> What was that thing y'all used to have to do? I think it was either after study hall or, like, Maybe right in the beginning of the week where it was like some type of testing or something y'all did where y'all like maxed out or something, but y'all was like always like maxed oh, out. <laughs> um, metabolic? Yes, though. No. When I, I tell you these dudes, yeah, you be in there like, yo, man, <laughs> we got that today. <laughs> what is metabolic? What, what is that? Oh, it's like a high intensity workout. And it's like, you're going to do benches, you're going to do incline bench, you do back squat, front squat. And then it's all set to reps of 10. For three sets and in between each each set you have a minute and a minute and 30 seconds to breathe so it's like it's a lot of things to be honest it's, it's hard it's really hard yeah, when you come out of you, you feel weight, good you like y'all swelled up and everything what's the weight what's i mean how much weight is on the bar why you, it, it depends on like your max person you are yeah like yeah it's like 20 percent or 30 percent of your max i can remember y'all saying like yo man this week man you got you make us do 40 percent of our max is he crazy 40 yeah. or something like that <laughs> And I can remember talking to you one time. I was like, oh, I mean, you got like a minute, but what if you just pace yourself? He's like, man, one of the big swollen things about to come yell at you. <laughs> yeah, 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 you don't want that. Yeah. Trust me. Because they sit there and count your reps. No matter how, mm. how much you struggle, they're going to make sure you get every single rep. Yeah. So this was, uh, I started kind of noticing. So, okay, you started getting some, you know, concussions. Can you kind of speak to, like, what, what was that like as far as, like, the effects of concussions? Because we never had a concussion and just, like, how it would happen. All right. Uh, I caught my first concussion in high school back when I played running back. Um, I hit the ground, like, face first, something like that, and, like, you know, I got a concussion. And then I haven't caught another concussion until my sophomore year 
of college here. I was on kickoff return, and this kid on, on kickoff, he's run down every single time, go head to head with each other the whole game. But, like, you know, that happened repeatedly throughout games and stuff like that. And um, I feel like those concussion that really messed it up for me was, like, last year, Wake Forest game, was when I caught a concussion, I think, on that Thursday of practice. And I felt like it was too late in the week to tell anybody, so I just played the game with it. Mm. And then that made everything so much worse. I, I regret it to this day. Cause I feel like that really ended my career. Mm. And that would, that, I feel like that's what made me so much like more prone to concussions. Because I didn't really give my, myself any time to heal after I got concussion, like the initial hit in practice. And then I went in the game and I played a full contact game. And then after that, um, I decided to put myself for the rest of the season, you know, to try and heal and everything. And then coming back in the spring, I caught another concussion. I, yeah, it's, trust me, it's that I, I was so upset with this. Like, I felt like it was really over for me. Um, I'm like, you know, I'm going to try one more time. And I got the, I got the fall camp and caught another concussion. It, it, listen, it's just like the brain is like a, like a muscle, so like it's easily bruised. And I felt like I got it to the point where, like, I'm, I made it to where I'm, like, too easy to catch concussions now. That's what the doctors kind of said. And just, like, deal with the concussions. I mean, it wasn't, like, crazy concussions where I'm, like, dizzy. I'm, I'm like, sensitive to light, throwing up. I can't drive. I more so had, like, the issues of, um, like, pressure in the head, headaches. You know, uh, I was having trouble sleeping at night. Mm-hmm. And I feel like me not knowing the severity of the situation, I kind of downplayed it every, with every concussion I had. Like, you know, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And I feel like with the game of football, we need to, like, raise more awareness about it. Because mm. I feel like too many people are just like, you know, I want to set out with a concussion. Just like, I, I'm myself. I ain't no, no B-words, nothing like that. Cause mm-hmm. That's how I was. Yeah. And look what that got me now. You know, like, I'm on the sidelines watching my teammates play their balls off against teams. And I'm supposed to be out there for my team here. Mm. But, um, yeah, I just feel like it's a really serious issue that has to be, like, I guess, what's the word? I guess shine light on it a little more. Yeah. And like, you know, just get the information, like the knowledge of people, like how how serious it is. Cause I'm not too sure like how I'm gonna be in the long run until I'm actually there. But even right now I'm still having like minor headaches sometimes here and there and it's like I have to take medication for it and I really hate that. So for like other people that have to deal with that, you know, I just you know, hope to be smart with it. But just like actually seek help. Yeah, and you said something, man. You said something right there when you were answering the question that for two things, really, is that you felt like it was too late to say anything to mention yeah. before the weight game. Now, now you got, we got to dive a little bit into that, though, if you don't mind. Like, why were you – why did you feel like it was too late? Was it like – you mean, like, literally it was Friday and you didn't want to tell anybody? Yeah, I'm like – when I first got the hit, I'm like, oh, it's just like a football headache, you know. After you hit somebody, you're gonna feel like some some kind of thing in your head. So I, I just brushed it off and took like Advil or Tylenol, whatever they they gave me. Mm-hmm. And um, going into the or going into the game, I'm like, all right, something's wrong with my head. But I'm like, that's it, I gotta play. Mm-hmm. And um, cause I personally like, I'm like, I'm a selfish person, so I feel like other people in front of me would help take care of myself. So I'm like, I didn't want to let my teammates down, my family down, like the coaches down, saying I can't play. Cause you know, at the time I was starting, I was coming off a good game, stuff like that. And I just didn't want to be looked at as like, you know, a person kind of taking it out, not taking it out, like taking the easy way out. Right. Mm-hmm. Or just like being soft. Cause you know, like being like with male, 
no, what's that word? Masculinity or masculinity, yeah. I'm sorry, it just it slipped my mind. <laughs> masculinity. It just like, you know, everybody wanna see stuff as a macho man and stuff like that. So I feel like that really played a role in everything. And that's and that's why I asked you that question because I was gonna <laughs> I was hoping you would speak to that because it's that warrior mentality, right? That all athletes yeah. have. And you said something like you're not selfish and so you didn't wanna let nobody down, even though you knew you weren't physically right, but so many athletes do that especially at your level and especially with football because i mean football the kind of culture it is is it next man i mean in any sport is really next man up but you yeah. know you you always thinking as an athlete you don't want to lose your spot or you know today could be the day that i can get to the nfl or somebody sees me i can have a breakout game and yeah. um it's just that warrior mentality that, like you said so much more awareness have you seen that movie um concussion with will smith Nah, I'm kind of scared to watch it. I'm, I'm yo, with you, man. Yo, at this point, if I and I get that now. At this point, yes. But yeah. whenever you feel like it, man, I encourage you to watch it because what you because I because I, I think now in 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 this point in your life, you something's going. I think is starting to develop. Like you say, more awareness to this. Watch yeah. that movie when you when you feel up to it, and you is things are going to make sense to you a little bit more. And because Drew, you've seen it, right? Nah, I ain't even seen it. Oh, y'all need to watch it, man. And because you talked about your brain being a muscle, I'll tell you one scene is that he puts like something in his drawer and um, it's, it's supposed to be simulating a brain and it's in a drawer of water and he's just constantly shaking it. And he's telling people like, this is, this is what happens to a football player's brain because your brain is surrounded by water. It's like your skull water, whatever. And this is like, he's basically saying your brain like God didn't make us to to physically just be doing this, you know, um, through through football. And so um, it's an amazing movie, man. I, after I watched that movie, and and again, I respect football players. I got a son. I made a decision right there after I saw the movie. <laughs> I said, no way, he can't, because I can't do that. Knowing what I know now, I can't say yeah. I can't sign off on that. So he can he can play golf or whatever. He can't play. Golf. <laughs> Um, I felt I feel like with the concussions, it felt like it kind of opened my eyes a little bit. Yeah. To like value my body more, and kind of like influence others to value their body more. Cause you know, with this body, you know, you only get one of them. You can't replace anything like that. You know, I don't want people to be 30 years down down the long road and have to get this replaced, this replaced, this replaced. And I tell, well, I don't know if I can say this, but. I tell people like in practice every day, like if some shit, if something hurts, my bad. If something hurts, um, don't be smart with it. Don't push it. Don't overwork it. You know stuff like that. It make things worse for yourself. Cause, and I tell them, look at my situation. And I try to push through things, and you know, I can't play no more. I don't want anybody to have like a career-ending injury. God forbid, knock on wood. That's what I try to tell people every day. That's awesome. You tell them, but how many times all of us to a man right now that plays sports? How many times that we were we were actually hurt or sick or not feeling well, and we knew good and well we shouldn't be out there. But to your point, it's this I'm macho. You know, my ankle messed up. I got to get out here. My team needs me. And you know, God. I mean, thankfully, nothing. I'm 37 years old. I don't have nothing that's that's lingering. But still, to your point, it's like you're living in this moment and not thinking about when you're 30, <laughs> 25, yeah. 30. And you're not able to get training treatment every day like you you have access to now. You kind of on your own. 
And um, it could be it could be rough. I, I watch real sports all the time, man, with uh, uh, Brian Gumble. They talk about stuff like this, how former athletes, they don't have the uh, the insurance coverage to, to to they can't get a hold of any top or any pills. So that's why they turn to drugs. But that's a whole nother segment for a whole nother time. I'm just, you know, I'm going to send you, Drew, we got to send him some stuff. Um, <laughs> my, my research stuff now. I might have to, we might have to send you some stuff. Um, so you re, you decided to retire from football. I um, mean, you kind of just talked about this. Um, but what was that decision like for you? And I'm, I'm sure it was difficult, but speak on it a little bit. I mean, it wasn't really my decision. <laughs> doctor kind of told me I had to. Yeah. I, w- I was willing to like take the year off and give it one more try next year. Mm-hmm. But after speaking to my family, everybody just like saying they're worried about my health and everything like that and saying, you know, I, I made it far enough. And then going through the whole time period, I, was- I felt kind of weak. Like I, was- I would break, th- break down throughout the day just by like, saying I feel like I let down, you know, just because I had so much aspiration to go make it far in life, go to NFL and take care of my family. Mm-hmm. And I know like not everybody's supposed to make it to the NFL, but it's just stopping right here and knowing that I never got the, the chance to, and not knowing whether I would have make it or not, it's kind of like burning me up inside mm. and everything like that. So like, I mean, it, I was like, I don't know, I, I wouldn't say depressed, but I was like going through that a lot. I, it was, I found it hard to be around football for a little bit. I was like, I guess envious, you know, because like my team get, my teammates get to play and I'm over here just watching and yeah. Hey, hey. Had those exact same feelings, except you know, we just weren't really good enough to get through. <laughs> so, but definitely that part of you know that envious, and you just kind of like, yo, I just don't want to be around it right now. Like I'm happy for y'all, but I just need a moment to myself and <laughs> just to get myself together. Uh, this is one thing that's kind of interesting to us. What's like the transition been like so far, right? As far as like, I know you still evolve with the team. But like mm-hmm. you just said, like not having those that grind and that demand on stuff, do you find yourself kind of having more time on your hands? Yeah, honestly, yeah, way too much time on my hands, man. <laughs> I'm in, I'm invested in video games again. Oh. I like it, I like it, but it's like I miss playing football. But um, I still try to surround myself with my teammates still like as much as I can. I go to the practice every day, meetings every team like that, and um, I still work out with the team. I'm not running, though. I'm not. I run stuff is dead. <laughs> but um, yeah, I still work out with the team and just like you know, um, trying to get that that full football experience. I I guess I'm missing out on. And I still travel with the team. I go to every game. Thank God, uh, for doing let me do that. That's great. But uh, as far as like transition, I just feel like with transitioning, um, I feel like I've been like more aware of my future now. Mm. of like trying to see what's next in my life you know I've been trying to use the time to you know get closer to God and everything like that I meet with the team, with the team chaplain every Friday at the hotel and I have a little bible study I've been playing more with my girlfriend um you know just just trying to grow and just like you know become the person I was I want to be without football if, mm-hmm. if that's the right thing to say yeah, yeah. I feel like because I feel like football as much as I love it it was just like really time consuming and take away from everything else I, I want to do in my life you know, I felt like I was using it as an excuse to like kind of to go and expand my, my horizon. Is that the right thing, horizon? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just felt like it was kind of like, I, not, uh, I feel like I'm saying it wrong. I'm sorry. No, um, you're saying it right, actually. We know exactly <laughs> okay, what you're talking all right, about. All right, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, 
it's it's just for you. I think what you're saying is, you, how old are you? If you don't, you 21, 22? 21, turning 22, uh, the 31st. So here's here's the blessing. You're getting the lesson early. <laughs> yeah. So what I mean by that is, you got so you got guys out here that are our age, who st who still don't get it. <laughs> it's like their their identity is so tied up in the athletic still that they can't move past. They're not. They can't move past what they used to be, and mm -hmm. so it's li literally hindering their progress and their true purpose. That's what I was trying to get at earlier is that you you might this you 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 don't see it now and you're not supposed to really because i'd be kind of pissed and not really understanding why this is happening either but i guarantee you and what we'll do is i'm gonna go ahead and say it in a few years might not even take that long we're gonna have you back on the show and it's gonna be like catching up with you just checking in and i yeah. bet you you gonna like this conversation you're gonna be like man that was a blessing that 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 happened i guarantee it <laughs> I, I actually, because you seem like you know, you seem like you're trying to do the right thing, and you're not, you're not yeah. going to be stuck. Like it's okay to have your moment and be kind of angry at, at the situation, but the only thing I can tell you is don't let it linger, man. Because if you let it linger yeah. too long, I mean, because you can't, you can't do nothing about it <laughs> at this mm -hmm. point. You know what I mean? And so, mm -hmm. um, yeah. Um, I could go on all, all day. Me and Drew, we get passionate about this stuff, man. This is what we, yeah. this is this is really what we love to do. Um, so um, is it on me or is it on you, Drew? Oh, yeah, it's on me. This is my yeah. question because I was curious about this playing at NC State mm -hmm. on its level. What's been your most memor me memorable, um, that's you got me messing up my word. <laughs> What's been the most, uh, what's been the best part of college? What's the best part of college? <laughs> Being a college I athlete. <laughs> what do you mean, like, the best experience I've had here, or just, like? Yeah, best experience, like, just the best part of being a college athlete. I guess probably if you want to say partying, man, you can say that, too. <laughs> the funny is, parties are not good, to be honest. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot you from New York, man. My bad. <laughs> it's not even that. It's just, like, it's different down here. Yeah. Um, I'd say just the game, to be honest, because I love going out there every Saturday and just competing. Yeah. And, um, you know, just, you know, putting my showcase, my talents uh, on showcase for everybody to see, just going out there, making plays, hearing the crowd go crazy, seeing people go crazy in the stands. Um, it's just like that atmosphere is just different. That's what I really like about college, to be honest. Yeah. yeah I will say, Carter Philly, like on a Saturday, like, I feel like, uh, I think one time y'all played it was one of the top teams, like either Louisville or Clemson. Louisville, like yes, it's Louisville. <laughs> on a Thursday? Yeah. Probably Clemson, man. And it was like, like, it was like November. So crazy. Like, just the atmosphere. Oh, no, 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 no. It was, it was Louisville. It was Louisville, that game. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was always watching the games on TV. You could see the packed crowd. Like, Carter Phillies is huge. So, crazy. I can imagine, like, running out there and knowing, like, yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to really get off tonight. <laughs> How's the game atmospheres now with like COVID with no do y'all are y'all having people in the stands? Yeah, we just, have like I think four thousand fans now. So I mean it's, yeah. it still gets pretty loud, but it's, it's not really the same. Yeah. But it's still something though. Yeah. yeah. I was we were watching but, the Duke game last night. Uh Duke was playing Michigan State. I text Drew. I said, Man, this Duke game is awful because it's Cameron crazy. It's Cameron, right? And so they got mm -hmm. the little posters up, and Drew was like, yeah, this looks like a scrimmage. There's <laughs> <laughs> no fans. There's really no energy for real. So Yeah. 
and I know the like one of the best moments I get I got to see from y'all was like I think it was like either before the season started and y'all would have like the fans come in uh like a, like a, not a media day but like they would come in and get posted signed by y'all and get oh um, meet the pack day yeah, yeah 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 meet the pack day that was a that was pretty dope to see y'all do that to see y'all in that kind of in that space, because it seemed like y'all really enjoyed that. And it was kind of like, yeah. y'all, y'all didn't I have mean, to be on, but y'all was still like on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were able to get out of practice. I mean, not practice, meeting time, <laughs> but that's so, of course, you're going to love it. <laughs> man, so, like, you kind of talked about this earlier, man. You kind of starting to navigate to the next phase of your life, you know. Is there, <laughs> has, it, has it been something that you've kind of been interested in doing, or is it kind of something that you kind of want to see what might, this might be a good fit for you? Um, I've been thinking about going into coaching, to be honest, because I don't want to see myself working in no office job. I can't see myself behind the computer all day. So <laughs> not, why not be around something you love? I mean, no offense to that, that people to do that. I'm just, right. It's not for me. I just like something that's interactive, you know, fun every day, something that I would like every day, I should say. But um, coaching, I like, because you don't have a team now, just like helping out the coaches every day at practice and being able to like see what I see and like talk to the players and like, really get to connect to them on a deeper level because I was just a player a couple months ago. So I feel like I can have a better connection to them and connect better with them than the coaches can. And doing that for the past couple of weeks and um, months throughout the season, I feel like it's something I really enjoy doing. Yeah. And, I, and I'll and say to that, uh, you know, keep living, man. Like, and, and if you want to coach, go coach. But also – Keep my eyes open. Keep your eyes open, dog. That's all I'm trying to tell you. I mean, you might not. I mean, doing what we do, we work in higher ed, obviously, and it's fun. That's that's our niche because we like people, and I can't believe I actually like reading because I'm like you, man. I ain't like school. You know what I mean? But I've actually turned into a nerd because that's what you want to call it because I actually like being intelligent and knowing and being able to speak to different stuff. So, I mean, and and then, too, because you played at this level, like you can go do anything because ain't nothing gonna be harder than what you what you've been doing. Ain't nothing gonna be yeah. harder than that. So um, I just say, you know, if you want to coach, go coach. But me and Drew always try to tell people like, there's so much more. You might not even it's something out there you ain't. I mean, you might love that you don't even know about yet. And yeah. so uh, just live a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm open to anything. But like, as of right now, I think I want to coach. But I'm only, I'm still 22, I mean 21, fresh coming off the game. So I guess I'm still like, I didn't really get to experience a lot of things in my life yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, from, since I was eight to 21, just straight football. Yes. And I, I, re, I never really took a vacation nowhere, travel nowhere. The only time I traveled was because of football. So. Yes. I feel like once I really like graduate and expand my horizon and like go to different places and like actually learn different things. Yeah. I start to open my eyes to new things. That's exactly what's going on. What's your uh, What's your major? Uh, sports management. Sports management. That's okay. Yeah. I got a master's but, in sports management. Don't laugh at that sports management degree. That's a good degree. <laughs> no, nah, because like every time I tell somebody my major, it's like, oh yeah, yeah I forgot your athlete. So it's like uh, uh, I'd be kind of like shy away to say it now. Nah. You got people here. It's like, oh, what's your major? Oh, mechanical engineering, uh, accounting, uh, economics, stuff like that. And you know what the numbers say? You know what the numbers say? So it's a, it's a crazy number that says most people that major, whatever they major in undergrad, actually go on to do up something else. So Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, so it really don't matter. They can be mechanical engineers, and you might see them 
managing a Waffle House, you know, later on. Yeah. That's just, that's just like, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just life. You know what I mean? So. Um, Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Did you, did you guys go to grad school? Yeah. I mean, like, what'd you, you said you twice. Spent, yeah, twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I went to, but I, I, yeah. So I went to get my master's right after college because, and to be honest with you, man, it, it ain't like I was bred to go do that. It ain't like, I'm, you know, I just didn't know what I wanted to do after mm-hmm. undergrad. I'm, I, I mean, I didn't look, we played, I played mid major. But didn't play a lot at all, but still thought in my head I was going. I was going to go over, at least go overseas, right? But yeah. it just didn't happen. And so, luckily for me, a counselor asked me my last semester in college when I was like, "What you going to do?" And I'm like, "I don't know." And she said, "You should think about grad school." And if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have went to master. I wouldn't have got my master. I just went to grad school right after because the way I looked at it. It gave me more time to BS around to figure it out, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so yeah, are you thinking about going? Yeah, I wanna go to grad school, but it's just like for what the I don't know what to what to study in or I'm just looking for insight and just like suggestions for every, for everything. Well Drew, well well you got a good person right there you <laughs> that that'll help you. And of course I help you. And and Drew, if you wanna tell them a little bit your your grad story. Man, so, you know, like, Kate, I was thinking, well, I know I wasn't going to go to the league, but I was thinking, like, man, I got my degree. I'm going to come out here making six figures. I'm going to give me a job. <laughs> man, it was a straight struggle bus trying to find anything, right, because I was a major in psychology. So psychology, you got to go to grad school, basically. So I um, I was working for a little bit. And, like, Kate, this is how Kate and I, we talk every day about, like, these horrible jobs we were working that we just hated. And so – he went, he'd already been to grad school, and I was like, man, I just got to go back. And I wasn't even, at the time, undergrad, I was like, grad school? Nah, I'm good. This is it. Like, this is not happening. Yeah. So it was definitely a kind of a thing where it was like, okay, I kind of have to do this if I really want to, you know, progress in life. And so got my master's in higher ed, and then tried to, you know, once you get your master's, everybody's like, oh, okay. You get your PhD now, and so it was like, oh, no. it was like same thing I said. But here I am. I'm in a PhD program now, so I'm like, it's one of those like, man, you know, it's gonna. Yeah. It's, after being an athlete, there's nothing you don't really feel like you can do. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's kind of like one of those things where it's like you got people like complaining about reading or writing, and it's like, you know, you ever try to do a rose on the over football field? Yeah. <laughs> like that's hard. Yeah. yeah, like this is. All I got to do is sit down and just concentrate for an hour. And, so. and I'll tell you, too, about school, if you're thinking about it. See, grad school is so much different than undergrad. See, undergrad, because you had football. See, think about it. If you go to if you go get a master, you'll be an actual full-time student. Like, you can actually – you don't have to worry about football. You can actually sit there, pay attention to what the professor's saying, internalize it, take it back to where you need to take it back to, and actually – You'll start that you'll start really attacking your education the same way you attack football. They don't I know it sounds crazy, but you're looking at somebody that once I got away from basketball, to your point earlier, like my whole vibe, my whole my eyes just opened up to this whole new world. It was like I was reborn, not to get too crazy, but I had like a new life. So I was like, I want to get it all back. I want to be a real student. Cause you know, I mean, who are we kidding? If you're playing sports, man, you don't. If you're really playing sports, you ain't got time. You can't really be like, uh, you know, 100% student. Yeah. 
Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, grad school is more like, for me, I looked at it like I'm gonna get it back. Like I'm gonna show, like I had, I had a 3.7 in my master's program and I had a 4.0 in my doctorate program. It's not that I got smarter. It's just that I just felt locked in. I just attacked it the same way I did sports. And so if you're thinking about it, and we, you know, of course, you can always reach out to Drew and me now just to kind of dive a little bit more into it. Because I tell you, you know, you think about it, whatever you think you might be interested in, but it don't have to be. It could just be a master's program in education or sociology mm -hmm. or sports management. VCU got a great sports management <laughs> program. That's why I got mine. I can plug and make a call. <laughs> but we can talk about it though. Man, um, too, appreciate you it. Your schedule, you can have, like we said, you can have so much more time in grad school. You ain't got a class like twice or two, three times a week. <laughs> yeah. So it ain't like a class every day. And right. you got practice, you got weights, this, all that. And you can be like, yo, I got class in like eight hours. What am I about to do? <laughs> like, you're gonna find yourself just having so much time on your hands because it's it's not gonna be like as tight as it was, you know, these last four years. And so, yeah. kind of like our last question, man. Just looking at how much you've kind of grown over since the first time I met you, man. Uh, you've always been different, you know. What I'm saying from the crew, I used to see you with like y'all was all cool, but I could always tell like, okay, he's gonna be the one that he's just not with any type of BS. He's gonna do what he has to do. He's gonna get it done. Mm -hmm. He's not gonna complain about it. He's not gonna say nothing, but he's gonna be mad when he's gonna do it. <laughs> 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 what was something that you, you know, now that you're kind of grown, what was something that you might tell yourself as a senior in high school? As a senior in high school from right now? Yeah, yeah. That's a tough one. Well, that's a tough one. I never thought about that one before. I got to think about this one. So, so I'll, I'll just to plug in some some space right here. I know one thing I would tell myself, looking back at my 18-year-old self, is like, like, don't just go to practice in the games and don't just hang around your teammates. Like, expand yourself. Like, network. Talk to people. Actually pay attention to class. Go to study groups. Like, really be a student and experience college. See, I feel like as an athlete, man, you don't really experience college. Because yeah. Drew, Drew talks about his, I think his fifth year, Drew, when you when you crossed and you was really a, a, a you didn't have practice. And he, he got that real college experience. And I, I'm, I was envious of that. When he would call me, I'd be like, man, dog, you, you out here staying, you ain't got curfew. You, you ain't. <laughs> and so it, it's a beautiful thing if I could go back and just kind of do it all. I'm not saying I wouldn't hoop, but I would just, you know, really be yeah. a college student, so to speak. I feel like I did the same thing. Cause I feel like I was really closed minded when I came to college mm -hmm. and all throughout college too. I didn't really like, I guess, expand my friend group, you know, go to certain things, certain events on, on campus. I was just strictly surround myself around football and athletes. So just being able to like, <clears throat> you know, I guess, yeah, how you said before, networking and everything like that, meeting more people, shaking more hands, all that kind of stuff. And it ain't too late for you though. And because yeah. I, think, I think you got the rest of this semester where it was pretty much over, but your next semester, yeah. I would encourage you to, while you're still this football god, is <laughs> <laughs> to, to play your hand. And what I mean by that is, if you're thinking about, yeah, well, if you're thinking about masters, if you're thinking about 
jobs, if you're thinking about anything you're thinking about, talk to people outside of your coaches, not saying that you can't talk to them, but mm -hmm. go, like, go be like where your NC State stuff, let them know, <laughs> but, let them, but also let them know like, look, I'm a big black dude, but I'm serious about my future. Whatever, whatever gems or nuggets you can give me, like just go there very humbly, humble, whatever the word is, and mm -hmm. just lay it out there and say, hey, like, you know, it took, be, be transparent, it took this to happen to me, but I'm, I'm here now, I'm looking to just learn and soak up this, you know, as much as you can give me, like, what do you think? Tell me your life story. Because something might, all it takes is one little thing to click, and you'd be like, boom, that's it, that's what I want to do. The earlier the better, but don't rush it, but I'm just saying, Use your, use your last semester, because I'm sure your classes at this point, I mean, you probably ain't taking nothing too crazy. So I nah, literally do you know. I can literally do you know. Oh, oh my bad. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I, I feel like my next semester would be easier. But yeah, that's what I mean. Your last semester, it should, because yeah. you're in summer school pretty much too, right? Every year. Every year. So, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I didn't mean to assume, but I'm just saying your senior year should be your last semester of your senior year. Like, take yeah. that time without sports on your back to, like, be selfish. Like, you talked about being selfless for basically your whole life. It's time to be – and Drew always tell, talks to his students about this. <laughs> it's, you got to be selfish, dog. You got you to position yourself right now for the next five, ten years. Yeah. Okay. You say you got a girlfriend, right? Yeah. All right. No, well, <laughs> dang, you know, make sure you keep your girlfriend. You know, you got to have nah, you gotta I'm have stuff. Oh, I, oh, my bad. I got you, big dog. <laughs> no, but, you know, make sure you position yourself to where you can be who you need to be for you and her is what I mean. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. Yeah. And I say it not, not to, you know, be a jerk or anything, but I tell them, like, you know, be self as far as take advantage of any opportunity that comes your way, right? Because you don't have anything necessarily that's holding you back. Like, I can't, we can't just jump up tomorrow and go somewhere. Like, we got a family, we got kids. So we kind of have to prioritize things. But you tell me, yeah. we won, hey, man, we want to fly over to Japan or something real quick. I'd be like, well, shoot. Okay. <laughs> like, you know, just stuff like that. And so I try to really tell those students to explore those type of opportunities because, I mean, once you start having a family, having other, like, obligations, it gets harder and harder. But. Uh, I mean, I have no doubt that you're going you're gonna to be fine. Yeah, you're going to find good. something that you love, and you'll be good. Now, I do have a question. How long have you been with this girlfriend? Five years. Hey, was this the same? Uh, so you've been with her since? Okay, okay. Don't get the bed in trouble. I was just making sure, because I remember you used to talk about her uh, in a study hall. I would just be like, I think, well, hey, man. I don't know if it's gonna work, but it's good to see y'all made it. I can remember you talking like, yeah, yo. we used to go through it. Yeah. Hey, that's what's up, man. I wanted to ask you earlier, but I was like, nah, it might be something totally, totally that, different. That, hey, the Drew, that's why nah. he hit me with. That's why he hit me with. She ain't going nowhere. We don't <laughs> <been> through it. <laughs> we don't been through it, dog. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, we, we appreciate you, man. It's it's a pleasure to talk to you. Um, Drew always talk highly of you, man. You got another. You got another advocate sitting right here too now, man. So if you need anything, you. I, I am gonna, I am gonna follow up with you to send you some stuff. Um, but like, and, and just here's, here's something I just thought about. If you go do your master's, you can actually do research on what you just, what you, your experience, just to see what it, what else is out there. You could, you mm. can, your whole thesis or dissertation or whatever can be about people just like you. 
and you all you're doing is interviewing them and talking to them about your their experience as well and just tying up the themes and the variables to see what makes sense so it don't have yeah. to be you ain't got to build a rocket ship with your with the theses or nothing like that it could be something that you actually yeah. care about um so but anywho man it's a pleasure big dog i wish you nothing but the best thank you i appreciate it thank you for having me